Well, good afternoon and welcome to another podcast here at Crossroads Community Church. I'm here with Eddie Hammond. Good to see you, Eddie, on this bright sunny day. Yeah, you too, Steve. Well, we're glad to be with you folks as we get started into another podcast. We hope that you've been enjoying this podcast with us. We certainly certainly do. And um, we like to banter over the different discussions that, uh, that the Lord has brought Eddie and other speakers. And as we've had a chance to talk and, and to kind of break things down to our, our lives as a whole, um, you know, as it pertains to uh, each of us individually. And the Holy Spirit guides and leads and directs this whole conversation. And, and we are assured that he's doing that very same thing as it goes out across the airwaves. So well, let's have a word of prayer. And then we'll get right into it about this last uh, study over this last weekend. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for all that you've done in our lives. I give you praise and honor and glory for the faithfulness that you have provided in each of us. Lord, whether we recognize it or not, you're always at work. You're always there. You're always sustaining us. And, and I just pray, Father, that this day that you will receive glory from our lips as we speak on this topic of the hot topics in our lives. Lord, we give you praise and honor for all that you are, your faithfulness, your holiness, and your forgiveness through Jesus Christ. We love you, and we just pray these things in your Son's name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor, uh, I mentioned it. Uh, We talked about hot topics. Uh, you talked about hot topics this last weekend, and and uh, why don't we just go ahead and share a little bit about what First Corinthians eight kind of talked about with these hot topics? Well, Paul got into that whole situation with um, about meat sacrificed to idols, mm-hmm. and uh, I know we can translate that into today's language and, and different things, but uh, they kind of put him on the spot because as there were two schools of thought in the Corinthian church. And uh, the weaker believers had a problem with meat with idols because they thought if they ate it, they'd be sinning against God. And Paul said they weren't. But the fact is, Paul was making his uh, case to those believers that were more mature mm-hmm. that in that situation, they they shouldn't exercise their Christian liberty at the expense of a weaker believer that you might cause them to stumble. Right. So, and I, you know, and we talked about that it, even even today in a lot of instances. Um, I guess the one that always uh, usually surfaces for me is, is alcohol, and if a weaker believer that has had a struggle with alcohol sees a mature believer or even maybe a, a leader of the church mm-hmm. sitting at Patrick's drinking a beer, they might get the wrong idea. Not that right. that that he, within the context of his own freedom, that but you you know you got to use your head in that That's stuff. Right. That's right, and that's that's what he was saying. Don't, don't use your Christian freedom uh, to cause a w- weaker believer to stumble in that. It, it's the fact of uh, sometimes you have to sacrifice and cowboy up, if you will. Right. Yeah, in, when it all comes answer, in, right when it all comes down to our testimony. My goodness, wouldn't it be better that we are in check with the Holy Spirit and He. He uh, recognize or we we recognize through his guidance that whoa 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 let's you know let don't do that you know and we're highlight we're we're understanding that 
okay, being sensitive to how my testimony is presented to others. You're exactly right. I think it's such a huge thing. And that's, you know, and that's what Paul was saying. It it all comes down to this. What I started that message off with this profound statement out of Christ's lips, love one another even as I have loved you. By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. And and within the context of that, do we love people uh, that are weaker believers, so to speak? Do we love them enough to give up some of our freedom that we might help them mature in Christ? Because that's our responsibility. I think a lot of people don't uh, don't realize that when you come into the kingdom, you you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to God, to yourself, and all those people that love you. But I think a lot of times we come in, we just want to continue to do what we want and not what God wants, and that that can cause some problems. And that yeah. was the problem at Corinth. They didn't have this agape love, this mm. supernatural love for each other, and it was causing problems. And they were arguing about this and arguing about that, and and you can just almost sense it with some of their attitudes. Hey, it, th- there is no such thing of, as an idol. So if I want to sit down and eat a steak that came out of one of those temples, I'm going to do it. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Right. So that, that's, that's part of the problem in the kingdom if you have that attitude. And we go, from, we go from, on this journey um, as we have come to know Christ. Those that have come to know Christ as the personal Lord and Savior. We go on this journey with recognizing that we do have steps that we must continue to get more mature. We mm-hmm. we must go from a self self rather self love to an other focused an others focused love. So that's what you're saying as you exactly. started off with that statement to love others and it, it is one of the the top commandments uh, to to love others as uh, Christ has loved us in a way to give up ourselves for our neighbor, for our That's friend, exactly for right. our brother. For And in that uh, giving up, it might not be laying our life down necessarily uh, as physically. It could, but it, in a lot of ways, the maturity of giving up ourselves, our wants, our desires, the things that we're selfish about, and, and turning that over to surrender to God and say, Holy Spirit, I... I want to be. I, I want to be ready to listen and to obey and to, with my actions and my words, to be able to present myself acceptable before you, so that my story, my testimony, shines brightly for you. Well, and I, I think in a lot of areas, we don't realize that we are a witness. It's like I'm some of the stats from George Barner Research: uh, five hot topics that affect Americans, and they affect us in the church. We're part of this. I was amazed at some of the some of the percentages, like sixty percent of Americans live in a state of uh, noticeable and debilitating temptation to anxiety and worry, mm-hmm. and the fear and dysfunction that usually come with it. When we have faith in Christ and we tell people that, mm-hmm. and then when we're always in a constant state of anxiety or worry, Scripture says, "Don't worry." So we're going exactly against what the Bible says. So people sense that and see it. Right. People of uh, of strong faith, or we try to, you know, we have concern about things, but we don't let it mess us up, so to speak. You know, and, and how many of those would say that that's actually a sin? You know, out of that percentage that are that are worrying like that would would actually say, well, I'm sinning when I worry. Right. But but the faith in Christ and what the Word says is says, look, don't worry about anything. Don't fear. 
Don't I was be anxious. To, exactly. I was speaking about to somebody anything. last week and and mentioning the fact that fear is a liar. The fact that it is such a lie and it's a deception to our faith. It is something that deters us from continuing a road of, of dependence upon the Father, of dependence on faith for the things that we cannot see. But God promised yeah. that He would be there. He, we are impatient with one another, let alone God. We pray out and we say, we want it now, Lord, and and please heal this person or please touch this situation or whatever. And, and then when we need to re- recognize that when we do that and we ask, God's going to answer mm-hmm. through our faith, through the process of prayer. But then it's in His time. Well, I thought this was an interesting stat. 60% of Americans are often stuck in in the habit of procrastination and, and that's not being people of our word mm. <laughs> wow yep 55% are overwhelmed to eat too much that's me um, I do I, I always I eat too much what's well, funny you uh, one of my checkups at uh, <coughs> clinic in Terre Haute said that I was mildly obese so I got a chuckle out of that but maybe they they knew what they were talking about 44% admit to overusing electronics and social media to a detriment in their lives and it becomes mm-hmm. an addiction. Mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of people wouldn't see that as a sin. Oh, I know, right? Spending four or five hours a day on Facebook, would they wouldn't see that. Right. But to the world... It's like, what, is, and, what, is, and what, what else is he doing here? Or what, are, this, what is she doing? And this brings up another issue of some of the things that believers post on oh, social right. media. Exactly. It's really not Christ-like. No. Our example is huge. <laughs> oh, it's it's it, more evident and more prevalent in this day and age than it ever has been because we're out there. That's and, exactly right. And honestly, um, my goodness, our emotions get the best of us. Uh, too many times we allow um, ourselves to be uh, infiltrated by by um, by what others are saying. It's almost like a, a social media road rage. It's, and uh, it's I think, crazy. I think this will be brought up at the Bema Seat of Christ, mm. the judgment seat. We might not know it now, but see it. But it, it, that's the thing about that. If you're trying to win somebody to Christ, and then they see your social media page, and there's things on there that shouldn't be on there, that's that's not so good. That's not good at all. That's <laughs> not good at all. In the last one was 41% of Americans say they are often tempted by laziness or by not working as hard mm-hmm. as reasonably expected in their occupations. Not having a good work ethic. People see that as well. Jesus... Yep. You know, and Paul both, they discussed that, how you're supposed to be. Work as as you're working unto the Lord. That's right. You do that job to please Him, not yeah. your employer, but the yeah. benefit will come out of that when you do, you know. You know, we've, st- we've, we've mentioned a few things in past podcasts about how when we are to love or to respect one another, we're to do it unto Christ. It's, this is the same type of thing here. When we are to work, we're to work mm-hmm. not for that that boss that, that uh, you might, might not, not even like it. your boss, yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, but work unto Christ, uh, work as it as it is unto Christ that's receiving that, because your testimony and your story shares what you reflect Christ. So you may be, I've said this before, you may be the only Jesus that some will ever that's see. Exactly right. And how are you to um, to continue on? Uh, as as Christ, uh, as one of Christ's followers, as uh, God's child, to 
to continue to highlight him. Um, you know, that's, it's, a, it's a check for us all that needs to happen throughout each and every day, each and every week. Mm -hmm. Well, and that, that was just some of the hot topics I listed. And uh, I closed, I, I ended up that with that, that story about that Vladislav Spielman, that pianist, that mm -hmm. Nazi officer fed and kept alive during the, the, the Warsaw ghetto. And uh, it, uh, that could be a hot topic for people just being prejudiced. Mm. against oh, a certain group or um, that's I mean it, whether whether it's race or not it could be whether a religion it, it could be faith. religion it could be politics one side or the other Democrat Republican it could be I mean I'm telling you we have got to watch what we're saying about man, if you are so staunch in your political party I'm telling you you better check yourself with the word because it is important oh. these days that we better be getting it right because not one party is right other than the other party. No. God is right. And we have, we have got to make sure that we are firmly planted on the Word of God before we say yeah. something on, no, on media, for sure. social media, uh, Facebook. People, I hope you hear this because this is important stuff in this day and age. I guess that's why I would say I'm, I'm an independent. I vote for people. I know. I try to pray and vote that's for right. people. I don't vote for, I'm not a I'm not a party person. Yeah, I tell you. And right. there's nothing wrong with being a party person, but like right. you said, put, watch what we put, say. Putting God first. In all Psalms 19:14. So. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my mm -hmm. salvation, my redeemer, the one that has set us free. Let us not put binds and chains on other people simply because we feel like it's right or wrong from our own state from our own place where we stand may we stand on the word mm -hmm. and present ourselves uh, as a reflection of jesus christ and the word of god through the holy spirit's direction man that's good stuff it's really good thanks for bring being obedient to to bring that to us from first corinthians 8 uh, it's important people it's very important and uh, so what do we have next week coming up well when paul stays in that same vein this, we're going into to, uh, to chapter 9, and uh, the title of the message is, Are You a Team Player? Do you, in your faith, do you, do you want glory for yourself? Or do you want to be a part of, the, as far as the body of Christ and being a team player? Uh, I found some, uh, some interesting stuff. Actually, I'm going to use a John Fogarty clip uh, when he does uh, uh, Casey at the bat. Oh, Remember yeah. Casey at the bat? Yeah. Boy, he was going to get up and he was he was going to win the game. But you know, in the intro, I talk about if you're you're getting ready to bat and you got a really good batting average and the bases are loaded and your team's behind and you want to swing away, but the coach gives you the bunt sign. Oh man! So you got to you know you have to you you have to really uh, check yourself on on doing that. Paul starts out and he says in verse 1, Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? And then, then he, after listing these unique credentials, he continues, Are you not my work in the Lord? If to others I am not an apostle, at least I am to you, for you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. And he goes on to remind, remind them of what God has done and really the authority that, that, that he has been given. And he talks about his sacrifice but the point is, is, is in our in our walk with Christ, uh, 
we need to see it as a whole. And, and I know it's hard sometimes to do that and, and see our contribution to the kingdom as being a team player mm-hmm. and, and not being the star, mm-hmm. so to speak, if that that's makes right. any sense. Yeah, it does. So that, and that's what Paul's talking about is he's trying to get them to be, be team players. And the Corinthians were pretty much egotistical. They were out for themselves. So, he, well, we are one in the uh, in the body of Christ, right? So each of us are given different gifts, different abilities. We are to to do those under the um, uh, under the acceptance or the the, the guidance yeah. of the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. Under Christ, right? And, and uh, being that team player means that we can we can be able to do the lesser or the greater or the the, the in between things that. That highlight Christ, and if that's that's yeah. got to be our objective. Yeah, so that's got to be the objective. And he says in verse twenty-two and twenty-three, "To the weak I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I may all means save some. And I do all things for the sake of the gospel, that I may become a fellow partaker of it." He says, "When I am with the Gentiles, who do not have the Jewish law, I fit in with them as much as I can." In the same way, I gain their confidence and bring them to Christ, but I do not discard the law of God. I obey the law of Christ. And that, that was that's one of my favorite passages that really was instrumental 20 years ago when Diane and I were, were here to help get this church going. I'll be all things to all people that I might not win them to Christ. But in that essence, I will not bend or go back on my Christian principles. Right. I will not do what the Scripture forbids, so right. to speak. That's right. But he's saying, and in that, he would have, um, with the Jews, he wouldn't have ate meat, but with the Gentiles, he would have. It, yeah. it, it just yeah. a, as an example, whoever he was with, yeah. if it didn't, if it didn't hinge on being a sin, he would, right. you know, he would do it. So, right. but I like that he didn't judge people; he just tried to fit in with them and win them to Christ. Right. So, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful testimony that we can can put into our own lives and through the filter of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit then being able to share amongst those that uh, that we bump into. Mm-hmm. And it's so important that we keep in the Word and to understand these things. And I just am um, looking forward to this Sunday as well. Um, I do appreciate that. Um, so right before you pray, um, you know, this, today is an important day. We're actually doing this podcast on Tuesday. Uh, this is March 19th, and uh, I just kind of wanted to highlight something today that um, is very, very important uh, in both my life and Eddie's life, how uh, 19 year, or 23 years ago, actually, 23 years ago today, God um, uh, spared my life, and uh, um, I had a car accident, and it's a very, very long story, but it... Um, it's one to say this, that um, I'm not supposed to be here today, mm-hmm. but God has given me uh, a chance to uh, continue to live here on this earth, to give Him praise. I'm not perfect by any means, but God has uh, allowed me to stay here and to continue to uh, uh, to do His work and and uh, to do uh, to experience life as a whole. And I just wanted. The people uh, that are listening here to to let them know that that I praise God for the extra years, these mm-hmm. 23 years that uh, that have um, 
been allowed for me to stay here. I just celebrated a 50th birthday, March 13th, and here we are at 23 years beyond that accident where it was just a very, very well, small percentage. Well, you definitely got uh, closer to the death angel than uh, <laughs> anybody can grasp. Yeah. I mean, we... Uh, we talked about that a little bit this morning earlier, Steve, and it when I open that door, it just uh, it brings that huge wave of emotion back over me because that night of the wreck was uh, uh, one of the worst nights of my life, and it wasn't about me, but nonetheless, in that situation where we didn't know whether God was going to take you home or not, and there sat Stacy with uh, with Lygie, still uh, not born, and... Uh, but it just we give God the glory that He has brought us through such a dark, uh, tragic time, so to speak, and yeah. He has blessed it uh, abundantly, and He's blessed you in your life and uh, what you have done and what you continue to do for Him, um, and uh, we just you know we give God glory and all thanks, all praise and glory to God, and on the highest yes, for sure, absolutely uh, to be praised. The dark night of the soul. We were, uh, we were there, and mm. uh, we survived it with God's help, and uh, he, he took us through it. So, Amen. It Not is, so that we boast, but no. that we boast upon the Father and the Son, Jesus Christ, who has it's helped provided us, the miracle. It's helped us empathize with others that's Amen. been there. So, Absolutely. Well, can you pray? Yeah. Father, we love you, and I just thank you for loving mm. us. Mm. And yes. uh, Lord, as we think about who we are and how huge our witness is and we might not think it is but the world watches us constantly and those around us watch it to see if this faith that we uh, extol that we talk about that if it's real and if it's real it will definitely be evident in our speech and in our actions and uh, all that we do and say Mm -hmm. and uh, it's who we are so i pray father for all of us that uh, here's this voice today your voice as well actually but that we are aware of who we are in you and why you have us on this earth. It's to glorify you, Lord, in, in our lives, and we yes. thank you for that. So I thank you for Steve and the way you continue to use him and uh, that you ha- did spare his life those 23 years ago, Lord, for uh, for your glory, actually, and yes. he's sure given it to you today. So, again, we thank you for uh, our church and what you continue to do, and we thank you for this uh, message, Lord, as we look forward to what you're going to tell us Sunday. We ask all these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for your time today, Pastor, and thank you for sharing. It's just very, very good, good and great and wonderful stuff that the Holy Spirit brings across your path so that you can share with us. Corinthians is a tough book, but uh, Boy. you're getting through it, and we are, are proud of you, and we're also thankful for it because it does extend to our lives and to remind us what we need to do. So, um, folks, we are going to sign off for this week. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch up with you again next week. God bless you. Have a great week, and we'll see you Sunday. Bye-bye.